0: Last night, at midnight, in the darkness, we heard the reading that preceded this Gospel reading. We heard of how Mary and Joseph made the journey to Bethlehem for the sake of the census, and how there was no room for them in the end, and how Mary gave birth to our Lord Jesus and laid Him in a manger, and we heard how a group of shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks during the night, not far away from Bethlehem. And were surprised when an angel appeared to them and gave them that great news. Today is born for you in the city of David a Savior who is Christ and Lord. And then other angels also appeared singing praise to God. All of this we heard last night, and it was a bit like a shock, a surprise of light in darkness, and what joy that surprise brought. And now, in the light of day, we hear that the shepherds are not just sitting there stunned, but that this news is beginning to take effect in them, in their actions, so that they say, let's go. Let's get up and go and see this thing that has been told to us. And So as we heard, they do. They make that journey, probably taking their sheep with them because I don't think they would leave them behind unattended. Making that journey into Bethlehem itself and finding Mary and Joseph and Jesus there in the manger, just as the angel had said. Finding them, Gazing upon this child that had been given to them, to all of us. And also, sharing with Mary and Joseph what they had received. So that we see there this mutual sharing going on. As the shepherds could tell Mary and Joseph about the message of the angel. Some of which may have been new to Mary and Joseph. And Mary, of course, could share with the shepherds the greatest gift of all. Which was Jesus Himself. And as the shepherds gazed upon this baby, newborn, just perhaps an hour old, lying there in a feeding trough for animals. They knew, as the angel had told him them, that he was Christ and Lord. And perhaps they may not have known at that moment, but we know that they were looking upon. God himself. As faithful Jews, they knew well God, the creator of the universe. God, awesomely transcendent. God, holy and different. God, faithful to his people. Now God, having taken upon himself our own human nature, having come to live in this world, having humbled himself So there he was, helpless, small, lying in a place that you normally wouldn't put a baby except out of need. They thus saw this gift of himself and the great humility of God. It's the same thing that St. Paul would write of in his letter to the Philippians when he said, Let this mind be in you, That was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, being found in human likeness. More recently, the wonder of this humility has been written about in a song in which the writer reflects How many kings come down from their throne? How many lords have abandoned their home? How many greats have become the least for me? And how many gods would pour out their hearts to romance a world that is torn all apart? How many fathers gave up their sons for me? Only one did this for me. In something like the humility that those shepherds could gaze upon in that day, during this year that we are now finishing, our world has been taken, even transfixed by the humility of someone else, by the humility of our Holy Father, Pope Francis. The world has gazed with wonder With warmth, being touched by love. As we have all seen in humility, in Pope Francis, a similar humility, as we have seen him choose humble clothes, a humble car, a humble place to live, as we have seen him leave behind security measures to plunge right into the midst of the people, as we have seen him reach out reach out again and again in love to one person after another. As he has given interviews, as we've heard of the personal, unexpected phone calls that he makes, as we've heard of particular people that he has touched, how among the feet that he washed on Holy Thursday was a young Muslim woman, or that famous photo recently, when he embraced that man so terribly disfigured in appearance, By disease. And so the world has had all of our hearts warmed by this humility and love shown by Pope Francis. And even Time Magazine and others have recently named him Person of the Year. And recently, an article in the Washington Post has said appropriately that the place that Pope Francis gets this is from none other than Jesus, do you like Pope Francis, says the title of the article, then you'll love Jesus. It is because he loves Jesus, it is because he follows Jesus, that Pope Francis lives out this same thing. And so we see in him a similar humility, a similar love and perhaps The very same warmth to hearts that so often happens on Christmas as we're touched once again by the gift and love of Christ is what has touched us throughout the year in his actions. Pope Francis knows well that when we meet Jesus, when we are touched by him, that it makes a difference in our lives. And so may it be. May we, like the shepherds on that day, be affected by what we see on Christmas. Like the shepherds, let us go to see this thing that has been told to us. Let us be sure to come every Sunday to Mass to meet this same Lord Jesus who offers himself to us here. Like the shepherds, let us share what we have been given with other members of the faithful, like the Virgin Mary. Let us reflect in our hearts upon what we have heard and seen this day. Perhaps taking time to read at home the first two chapters of the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke where these events are recounted. Perhaps reflecting upon the words of the Creed or the section in the Catechism on the Incarnation. Like Pope Francis, let us find ways to reach out to others in that same love and to practice that same humility in our lives. Like the shepherds, let us share with others this good news that has been told to us, which they need to hear as well. Some years ago, one of Pope Francis' fellow Jesuits, at that time the head of the Jesuit order, wrote these words Nothing is more practical than finding God, than falling in love in a quite absolute, final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning, what you will do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, whom you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love. Stay in love, and it will decide everything. May we fall in love with Jesus and be changed on this Christmas.